All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. One hundred days until Oilers hockey returns, which means Liam, only one hundred more shows for us to do. Let's get into it with the league. Our mics were muted. Oh, I can even. People didn't even hear your funny little quip. Damn it! Uh, You know how many episodes of the show we've done so far? Yep. How many? 219. 219 editions of Oilers Nation every day, all of them live from the Sports Closet Studio. They were a wire-to-wire partner on the show this year. Yeah, they were big, actually. They didn't mess around. There was one when they went on the road with me and I did it in a truck. Do you remember when I did it in a truck in Medicine Hat? It was like week two Oh, yeah, you were in your car or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, I'll be honest with you, Tyler. I thought I wasn't doing the show that day. And then you're like, hey, are you jumping on? I was like, oh, no. What am I going to do? So I jumped in the truck and I did it from my iPad. Probably the best camera quality I've had all season, to be honest. I'm like, here's a flex. We have how many live shows in the Nation Network? One, two, three, six. Six, six li- weekly live shows or daily live shows. Mm-hmm. We beat them all for total episodes. That's our flex. Ooh. I don't even think anyone else hit 200. Anyone else do a show on a Saturday? Don't think so. <laughs> Don't think nope. so. Can't Doubt confirm. It. Yeah. yeah. It was just us. So we get the award for grinding the hardest in the company. Um, that's a big one for us. That's what we went for. That was our goal. Uh, as always, welcome into the show, a Tuesday edition of Oilers Nation every day, which is now turning into Oilers Nation every week or once a week. Oilers Nation every day, once a week when we decide when it's going to go. And there's going to be that one <laughs> Tuesday in a couple of weeks where we aren't here. Next Tuesday, we're <laughs> yeah. both here. Yeah. Tuesday after that, I'm gone. You're here. Tuesday yeah. after that, we're both gone. No show that week. Tuesday after that, I'm here. You're not. 
Tuesday after that, I'm here, you're not. Tuesday after that, we're both here. So if you're writing down, like maybe you're sitting at work right now and you have one of those really big paper calendars on your desk in front of you, yeah. that I hope you followed along and wrote down like, no show, Tyler, no Liam, Liam, no Tyler. And you got that all figured out. Yeah. And then when you write all that down, send me a copy. And, and, and if you're curious, I'll be here for every one of them. I'll yeah. be here for all of them. Aaron's vacation request was denied promptly. So he's not allowed to go on vacation yeah. this year, which is too bad all days for him. Are bu- all days are booked. Yeah, all Sometimes. days are booked up. Uh, as always, we're live on the Oilers Nation YouTube. Sergeant battles in with the first comment of the day. Edmonton may be tight to the cap, but at least we aren't spending 8.8 over without a starting goalie. Cough, cough, Toronto. We'll talk about the Leafs <laughs> in a little bit here. We will get into a little bit of hockey talk today, at least. Um, going forward, we got ideas for the show. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Electronic Jordan said the show's leaving for the summer. We're like kind of leaving for the summer, but we're hanging around a little bit. We weren't allowed to just actually screw off for like six months and not do our jobs. Yeah, we, we had did. to do a little bit of our jobs. We did our best, but <laughs> we much tried. like Aaron's <laughs> holiday request, it was denied. It was denied. <laughs> and it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, what else do we got going on here in the chat? A lot of you want us to talk about hockey. Tyler Mulek said, missed you yesterday. Um, yeah, it, yesterday was a holiday Monday, which again, we worked most of those during the year. So <laughs> yeah. we took one off and it felt weird. It did feel weird. It felt weird not doing the show on a Monday. I did some farming yesterday, though. Did some weed in. Um, my my girlfriend's baba loves to make huge lunches. So at like one. 12.30 yesterday, I had a massive steak lunch. Oof, that's nice. <laughs> oh, man. I'm... You said Baba, right? As yeah. a Ukrainian grandma? Yes, Ukrainian Not Barber. Not Baba. Baba. <laughs> baba. You can, see how, you can see how you got me for a second there. Yeah, I was like, what's it's going a tough on right one now? to say. But great lunch mm-hmm. after a good day of weeding. Uh, Eric is in. He's watching from not in Canada. He said, I had to Google Canadian holidays after refreshing YouTube and going WTF for a couple <laughs> minutes yesterday. Fair enough. Pradneski said, Tyler's leaving? Well, like not not like leaving, leaving, just like not going to be here for a few weeks. There's yeah. a difference in there. You going anywhere nice? Uh, I'm going to BC and I'm going to Seattle to watch the Jays. Oh, that's nice. Driving. Oh, sick. Seattle and... I told you this like a handful I, of times. He just said to Seattle. He's told us this several <laughs> times. Yeah. Oops. I'm very excited for it. Me too. Uh, now. Odin said, thank you for the 219 episodes. Always something to look forward to. Uh, you can look forward to the show being back next year. Yes. And what I'm actually curious for is we did our report cards for the Oilers. Maybe people, you don't need to give us a grade because uh, as a, I'm a, what am I, a Gen Z? I don't handle criticism well at all. Yeah, but let us know our chance of returning. Yeah, the <laughs> chance of returning. I think we, we kind of control that. But what segments did you like and which ones should we bring back next year? Oh, yeah, okay. And is there anything you'd like from the show next year? Longer, maybe? Yeah, longer. Is there guests that you would like to more Gregor? More, more Gregor? Gregor? Less Gregor? Big. Maybe we can get Hoodie Gregor next year. Mm, I'd love Hoodie Gregor. That would be uh, Sean Bell. More Sean Bell? Oh, yeah. Sound more Sean Bell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a. I liked a lot of our. Well, I shouldn't say I liked a lot. I liked all our guests this year. Yeah, I like most good. of them. Yeah, some good memories, especially the guy from uh, Chicago, Tap. Tab? Tab Bamford. That was an actually, if we had to rank the top 10 moments of the year, Tab Bamford coming on the show and just crushing a cigar on his phone camera the whole time. No. What episode was that? Uh, that was the first time we always played Chicago, I think. So. That was before me. Was it? Oh, you didn't see that. So yeah. if you heard the story, Aaron. So let's, we, we let's, had. Let's, whoa, tell whoa so, one sec, one sec. I want to see if I can actually like find it. Um, March 9th, that would have been probably 
not it, no, right? Because Aaron- night in Bean Town. I, I would have been there by now. Some great titles. What day was Tab Bamford on? Well, it would have been when I, we played Chicago. I started November, but I started That's doing this weekend. show. Maybe all. Yeah, I think it would have been around October then. Either way, we had Why Tab Bamford on the show, him? and Tab Bamford was doing the show, and he's a Chicago Blackhawks beat writer. November twenty nine, and then. <laughs> Wait, I want I want the visual to go along with it. Okay, okay, I'll hold the story. But yeah, it it might be the number one guest. Uh, the episode yeah. was called "Bad and Bushy." <laughs> <laughs> Why did you go with that? Was it a? Oh, it was a weekend episode, or no? It might have just been a Wednesday. Oh, I was doing man. it from home. Oh, where was the part where he was smoking his cigar? Can this we get dude, on the screen? Yeah, I don't know if we can like screen share fully, but. I just I want to get a good screenshot of him just sucking on his cigar. That was just the most unhinged thing ever. I, you won't get that on live television, folks. No, you that wouldn't get much. that on TV. Only yeah. at the nation. Only at the nation. <laughs> this, I'm just looking. I can see that I'm scrolling through. I'm scrolling so hard. I, this is. Probably- I liked w- when we had Superfan Magoo. Yeah, Superfan Magoo. And not only Superfan Magoo, but Superfan Magoo's pug. Yep. Yeah. He's also yep. there. That was a little bit of a confusing moment because no one told us no he was coming us on us the he show. He just, and he, he walked just, in mid-show. And he just, just walked here. across the camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a big one. My One of my favorite episodes, though, was when we got to live react to the Matthias Ekholm trade. Because we, oh, yeah. we knew it, the trade had happened. Oh, yeah. And then we... I can't remember if it had gone live that the others had acquired him or whatever. And then none of us knew what it was going to be. And then it was me, Ty, obviously, Zach, and I think Bag Milk was here. Were yep. you here mm-hmm. for this one? And then I was at home producing. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh my, Tyson Berry is gone. Reed Schaefer's gone. Reed it was cool. To that was that a wild reaction. deal. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was good. I'm pretty sure that was the most live viewers we had. Oh, yeah. That is the number once. one show. That is the number one show. <laughs> oh, man. It's in November. So I was doing the mustache thing still. Oh. So, like, I look oh. like an idiot. Aaron, I'm emailing you the screenshot yeah. so we can put it on. We can put it all up for people. I'm mid asking him about, like, Taves and Kane at the deadline. Yeah. Oh, that, that was a great moment in this show. Um, <laughs> I think that Echo one was our most viewed episode of the year. Yes, that one yeah, that one so. tips the cap for sure. I mean, everyone was everyone was just fired pumped. up. Yeah. I think we had over a thousand people watching at once, yeah. which was yeah. just crazy. We there was points in the show. I remember like the start of the year, we like we just wanted a hundred. We just wanted anyone yeah. to come watch and then all of a sudden it's like, damn, we're getting oh, yeah. like five hundred a day. Yeah, that awesome. was that Echo one on YouTube alone did like thirteen K. Yeah, and then the next one is a deadline show we did. Uh, no, it was from April. That wasn't even deadline. That was like well post. That was yeah. after they were bounced. After yeah, after sure. they were done. Um, you got it there, Aaron. I'm getting it. Okay, oh, good, man. Man, it's so funny. I I was just looking too, like as I was on there. I think like a lot of the norm, like the the day ones, we'll call them. Like I said, like Ethan yes. was in there. I think Mulek was in there too. Like um, that was hilarious. We, uh, it was funny the one time I went and looked back at our bold predictions and somebody backed you up saying that your Boston Bruins bet. Yeah. Well, I think it might have been QF Pro, to be honest, saying it was not bold enough. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you you really, uh, really stuck yourself out there this year, Tyler, with some of yeah, your Yeah, you know, no, I mean, that's... The Kylie Yamamoto one was a recent one, a recent dinger for you. Saying there's no way he gets bought out. To be fair, <laughs> my thought process was correct. It was yeah. very dumb of the Red Wings to do that. It was silly, but to- it's brutal cap management. I the Iser plan is 
It doesn't make it sense. It is iffy. The eyes of plan is iffy. Oh, we got it here. Okay. Yeah, I got oh, it. Throw this up. It's so funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then the next scene, I know this isn't a video, but he puts it down and just like blows the smoke into the camera. Holy shit. It looks shit. like me with my vape. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Aaron Hoffman is vape behind the scenes all the time. But that was just and so like unexpected. You're at first I'm like, okay, he's like sitting in a room in his house, maybe. But no, he was like at a cigar bar just doing the show live. Yeah, just hilarious chilling. stuff. Great, yeah. great vibes in that room though. Look at that lighting. The lighting on Tyler's mustache. Yeah, it's something. <laughs> it's glowing. Uh Tyler Mulek said we have to do a live in-person show next year. We will definitely do that. I will yes. promise you that. Yeah. I think uh, that's a really great idea. Yeah, I even think like doing like a ON everyday watch party somewhere where we do like little shows during the intermissions. We're all at a bar somewhere. Well, we can make something work like that. That would that would be really fun. Yeah. And, and like we mentioned, we would try and probably do one on a nation vacation too. Yeah, that'd we, be fun. No dates obviously confirmed, mm-hmm. but you can probably assume Vegas is on the radar. <laughs> Mulek said get Struddy or Gazdick on next year. Danger Suede said Schmeed. Uh Struddy ducked me consistently last year. Um, classic Struddy. Uh, and Gazdick, I thought we were going to get Gazdick for a second there. The guest we were closest to grabbing during the playoffs that I was very disappointed didn't come through was Bieksa. Oh, yeah. Because he would have been unbelievable. And I thought we had it, and then it kind of fell through at the last second. We didn't do the guest thing a lot this year, though. We just kind of rolled with the two of us and, and Jay sometimes. Yeah, we kind of just went with the flow of things. I think that uh, I think next year I'd like to get more guests on the show and kind of help branch ourselves out a little bit more and see what we, if we can get those LA Kings fans back in the mix. That was something. That was special. Yeah. Uh, dangerous way to get Tyler's biggest fan on, Jay Onright. I would lose it if Jay would agree to do the show. But he's That'd a busy cool. guy. And I'm quite frankly scared to ask him. Yeah. Hey, you never know. Never say never, right? Never know. Hey, if there's somebody actually, you, you're in the chat and you would like to see us get. Yeah, we need ideas. Even if it's like someone just from ON that you want to see more of on the show, that would be good to know. Uh, Tyler Mulek said you should see if you can get Shogger on the show. Maybe. Uh, all right, let's talk some hockey. We've we've gone back about the show en- enough here. Let's talk about, uh, well, what you guys want to talk about in uh, the Oilers Nation YouTube chat here. We're kind of letting you guys have the giant question, and we'll just take whatever. Giant question, as always, for our friends at Sherwood Ford the Giant, where next Tuesday we're going to Sherwood Ford, and we're going to go like test drive some vehicles, the two yes, of us. that is right. I felt we were doing that. Yeah, so oh, we're going to do that, and we're going to like shoot some content as we do that. We're doing it on Tuesday. I think it's Tuesday after this show. We'll go out to Shirtford. So I have to drive all the way here mm-hmm. to then drive all the way back. Well, you have to, you have to drive back anyways. But gas isn't cheap, Tyler. <laughs> but, that, but even if we weren't going to Shirtford, you'd have to come here then go back to Shirt Park. It's not the point. <laughs> Do I get to test drive? Are you coming on Tuesday? Do you send the Google invite? I mean, it's the, it's the same commute as Liam's. So oh, I do point. drive right past it. Good point. Pick me uh, up. <laughs> All right, here's uh, here's what's going on in the chat. Uh, Kurtum is in and says, Kenny's not close to done yet. He will acquire a top four D-man at some point this offseason or the trade deadline. You heard it here first. Yeah, it's, coming, it's not coming this offseason. Holland's done for the summer. He's going to get Bouchard and McLeod signed. And yeah. maybe there is like a fringe, fringe 4C brought in. But yeah. like if you're holding your breath for Pesci or Connect, like it's not happening. Konechny, I actually think the best case for the Oilers is that this goes until the deadline with him and he stays in Philly. Yeah, that probably would be very beneficial yeah. to them because then they can accumulate some cap and then they kind of easier where, to dump off Fogel at yeah, the deadline. They know where they are at that point. Yep. So got that first round pick, which we were kind mm-hmm. of unsure what they were going to do with. So yeah, I think it's a it's probably the right move. I, like you said, they're probably going to go after a four C. Just got a little bit more depth, but 
what do you, what do you think of what they've done so far? Like, this is a, we've had a, a couple of days now to digest. I think in the moment yeah. we were both pretty happy with it. Then the contract came out for for Connor Brown, which I think people were a little hesitant on. I'm mm-hmm. curious what you think. So, I think it's very predictable. The contract for yeah. Connor Brown very predictable, right? I, if anything, actually came in below our expectations yes. of what we kind of thought was going to happen. The captive. We thought it was going to be like one and a half with two and a half in bonuses. They they decided to really knock it down, and I, I don't know how I fully feel about that. Maybe you could have offset things a little bit here because I'm just looking at their cap picture right now. If Nima Linen is off. Then they have $6.35 million in cap space. They got to sign McLeod and they got to sign Bouchard. Frank thinks that the Bouchard comp, he tweeted about it at least, is maybe what Bowen Byram got, which is bad news for the Edmonton Oilers because Bowen Byram, far less productive than Evan Bouchard, got two years by $3.85 million. That's not good. No. So there is a chance Bouchard and McLeod cost you $5.85 million. And again, if you only have six point three. That means you're probably going into this year running a roster of 12 forwards and 7D again. Mm. Again, you're biting the bullet. It happens. You're going to be tight to the cap. If you need to go 11 and 7, they're clearly very comfortable doing that. I think going with just 12 forwards on your roster at all times isn't the worst thing in the world. Um, With that being said, if you're going to go into the year with 12 and 7, you're going to have 400K in cap space. Maybe you should have just given Connor Brown an extra 350K. Yeah. Although if you end the season with cap space, then not all of his bonus will roll over. So I guess it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. The, but anyways, the Brown deal, you're asking me what I thought of the summer and I went off on a very long tangent. <laughs> it's exactly what we thought. It's adding around the edges. They dumped Yamamoto. Cost and not com- coming back sucks. That's a piece we obviously thought, thought would be coming back. Um, so cost and not coming back sucks. Other than that, it's very predictable. Yeah. I, I think the Connor Brown thing was when you look at it, because I think total is four million, right? To me, it just says that Connor Brown got offered a four million dollar deal for one year. Yep. And the others were like, okay, we'll give you exactly the same and you get to play with Connor McDavid. And that's next probably time you yeah. Cash in. yeah, and it's I know it sucks, but also like to be honest, Ken Allen probably doesn't care what happens to his team next season. He's not even going to be. He wants to win next year. And like, honestly, the priority should be winning this year. And that's where I have a bit of a beef with people who want them to like do everything in their power to get Bouchard locked up long-term and McLeod locked up long-term because there is an argument of you are in win now mode. You got to bite the bullet on a few things. And if in two or three years, Listen, in, in three or four years, the cap could be up 12, 15 million. Yeah. If you got to sign Bouchard long-term, then you'll find a way to sign Bouchard long-term. Then if you need to buy out Jack Campbell in three years, you'll buy out Jack Campbell in three years. I don't like the idea of saddling yourself up with a ton of dead money right now just to buy out Jack Campbell, just to get Evan Bouchard done for whatever. And we don't even know if he wants to sign an eight by eight. Yeah. You might sit there and be like, no, the cap's going up and I'm quarterbacking the best power play in the NHL. I'm good. I, I will take my bridge deals. I will make my seven or eight million now and I'll take a risk a little bit later and risk a little bit later on. But like even for next summer, when you look at this team, let's say Brown hits his bonus, which he will. Like, come on, it's 10 games. 10 games. Play. He's going to get into 10 games next he year. Better. Can you imagine if he only gets into like 15? <laughs> oh, and then hey, no. hey, come on. Um, so if, you, if Brown hits his bonus and the cap goes up to 87.5, Next summer, the Oilers will have $15 million in cap space. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got to take the Bouchard and McLeod deals off there. Let's say, again, they're both two-year deals. Byram's as a comp for uh, Bouch and McLeod goes two by two. 
Okay, so now you got to take another 5.8 off that, which means you're now pushing yourself down. Dude, you have $9.2 million in cap space next year. But here's the thing. These are the guys you got to re-sign. Fogel's spot, again, you're probably just moving someone up. It's Holloway taking the third line spot full-time. You're you're replacing him for a million bucks, that Fogel spot, or a million five. So now you're down to... 8.2, 8.2, we'll call it 7.7. Got to replace the Yanmark spot. That's a million bucks. Let's call it 6.7 remaining now. Holloway needs a new deal. Unless he pops off, he will be very dirt cheap. So now we're down to what? 5.7, we'll say 5.5. He gets 1.2. And then McLeod sign, Lane Peterson, or at least a league min spot is full. 5.7, you need Broberg back. He should be very, very cheap. You take that now, you've gone from... I was a 5.7. Now I'm down to 4.7. We'll call it 4.5. Yeah. Something like that. Nima Linen and DeHarnay's, or sorry, just DeHarnay's spot will have to be filled. Million bucks. Again, dirt cheap stuff. My point here in this whole exercise is that next offseason, you can fill all your spots and potentially give Connor Brown like four by four. Yeah. And that's with the cap going to 87.5. There's a chance it goes 88.5, 89.5. Cross fingers, yeah. 90. Wouldn't so. That be nice. I know people are getting all antsy right now about the cap management. I think the way this core is locked in, that's why you could give Connor Brown the deal you did because money money's tight next year, but you can bring everyone back again. Yeah. And then you still have the usual caveats of like, you. hey, what if Jack Campbell bounces back and next summer yeah. you find someone to take him? Yeah, you really could, you right? You could probably find a taker for the final year of Cody Cece's deal if you don't move him at the deadline to upgrade that spot. 3.25 off the books, right? I Go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, like you said, there's a lot more flexibility next season than there is this season. Everyone's kind of locked in. You can find replacements for the guys that you're probably losing. Like, who knows? Maybe like a Raphael Lavoie takes a big mm-hmm. step too. And then all of a sudden, you've already got your third line right winger signed up for another year, depending on what his contract could be, I suppose, assuming two years. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
You know, there's a lot of guys. Ball goal. What does ball goal do do in the minors? Does he have a big enough year to step up? Like the new others are actually in a pretty good spot. And mm-hmm. I think familiarity within your locker room. Obviously, it's good to change faces here and there, but familiarity amongst the players is is what helps you win a Stanley Cup rather than just changing your roster over and over again. Right? Totally. Yeah. I'm with you, man. Uh, Odin is in and says Ekholm was just an Enoch for a Canada Day celebration. Must not be hard to get a hold and try to take a swing at getting him on the show. I'm sure the Oilers would say yes to that request. Yeah. They've never denied us before. I'll send you an email, yeah. Ken. Yeah, Kenny, <laughs> Kenny, uh, look look for us to hit you up here. Um, yeah, anyways, that was a quick little outline of like the way things could look 12 months from now kind of shows you why I think you're bridging. And the other two cap casualties people pointed to a lot, they were like, or players who could have moved out for cap. Okay, could have moved out Warren Fogle. Sure. Okay, so you move them out at 275, you replace them for one, so you've built yourself an extra 1.75 million. Mm-hmm. Let's take Bouchard with the bridge at 3.85, 4.85, 5.6. That still doesn't get you Bouchard long-term. Yeah. It maybe gets you McLeod long-term-ish, but even then, I think you're it's a reach. So moving Fogel actually doesn't help you accomplish anything. People say, well, easy, you move Fogel and CeCe. Did anyone else look at the market for CeCe-like defenders this year? Gudis got four. Luke Shen got 2.75. Scott Mayfield got seven or eight oh, years. Yeah. Justin Hall got what? 3.8 million. That was insane. Well, like that's <laughs> what I'm saying. So people just keep me like, Oh, you, if you dump CC, dump Fogel, boom, you could sign Bouchard long-term. Who's playing top four right D for you next year. You weren't replacing CC for less money. And again, you, if you've watched 219 episodes of this show, <laughs> you would know I'm not the guy who just always stands here and defends the Oilers. I'm the guy who sits here on American Thanksgiving and says they're out of the playoffs every year and that they failed. You know, (laughs) some people just make it seem way easier. You buy out Campbell. Okay, so you want to run next year with like Alex Stalock. I mean, sure, you could. But what happens if Stuart Skinner has a bit of a sophomore slump? Alex Stalock's your starter in a year. And then people are like, well, Campbell's going to be your starter. Guarantee you he's not 888 next year. Uh, Yeah, there's no way. I'm not making a cat food bet. But I'd bet something significant that Campbell's 900 or better next season. Yeah, I, I would I would bet somewhere 900 to 910. Obviously, you would like it maybe a little bit more for the money he makes. But also, I agree. Like, I think the moves Ken Holland made were, were correct and just mm-hmm. kind of unfortunate casualties. Like Yamamoto, people are like, oh, well, he's got 20. It's like, yeah, but he didn't have a neck injury when he scored 20 goals. And there's a reason why a team only wanted to give him one year this season in Seattle mm-hmm. too. Um, Clem Costin sucks. But also, when you kind of look at it, it's like, ah, you kind they of basically okay gave him the it. Detroit gave him two million a year and they took the YAML yeah. bio. They liked Costin so much, they're basically paying him two and a half mil for the next two years. Yeah. And insane. I'm, I'm just not sure if Costin could have been that guy for us. And I think the, the relationship, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but when you're only playing three minutes a night, but also scoring goals, it kind of, there's something there to say, I think, there. So, yeah, I, I don't think moving on from a four-color CC was a good idea. I think it's what Holland, what Holland's done has been good. We just need to find that maybe last piece and get those two locked up, obviously. Yep, and they will. Cap's just going to keep going up. And again, Ken Holland got dealt. People love roasting Holland, right? He got dealt a very tough hand. And I understand every other GM in the league got dealt a very tough hand, but they've also all had to make very difficult decisions in that sense as well. The cap's gone up like $3 million in the four or five years he's been here. That's, that's two million. Two million? That's two million. From 81.5 to 83.5. Yeah. Like, come on, right? And he's done such a good job. 
Can um, some slack. Dangerous Wade sums up my whole point very nicely. Signing Bouchard long-term means we need to subtract from our current team. Half to bridge, not Kenny's fault. Flat cap sucks. Exactly. So you, you want to sign Evan Bouchard long-term, then you need to make next year's team worse. Yes. I'm not doing that. I, I'm not making that trade. Again, the nurse thing was frustrating. They could have committed to him earlier, but they had, again, dead money on the books. That one was more avoidable. I think the eventually having to pay Evan Bouchard, it's it's not as avoidable, in my opinion. It's very tough to get a guy in. You can sit there and be like, well, but if you give him seven by seven right now, in three or four years, when the cap's $105 million, it's going to look great. Do you not think Evan Bouchard, like he's not an idiot. His agent knows what he's doing. Yeah. Do you not think Evan Bouchard's also sitting there being like, oh, I can make how much? Like over 7 million bucks in the next two years? And then cash in on a big deal that could be worth more than what I'm getting now. Very long term because I'm like 23, 24 years old. Come on. people, Come on. It's not like you can't pull the wool over agents eyes. They know what they're doing. They, they get paid to know. Yeah. Someone is saying we don't have toughness. I like this response from Sergeant Battle. We got Evander Kane, Vinny DeHarnay, Darnell Nurse, Matias Ekholm, all tough. Nick Bukestad was not tough. Nick Bukestad was soft. That's part of the reason he's bounced around through his career. That's part of the reason Minnesota didn't play him in the playoffs last season. He's mm-hmm. doesn't body. use his size well. Yeah, he's he's not going to go out there and punch you in the face. Big body, obviously. Yeah. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, toughest guy on the team, arguably. Mm-hmm. Zach Hyman got in a fight last year. Sean Dersey. Sean, yep, beat up Sean Dersey, sent him all the way to Arizona. How did Justin Hall get that contract after <laughs> the video of nudes? Dummy. <laughs> yeah, that's point. true. That is true. <laughs> Detroit, what a weird day they for them. I don't know what they're doing. They had a bad one. Yeah, they do. You want to get into that? Or do you have anything sure, else? Let's do it. Else? I had something else on another player, but let's get into oh. who we like and dislike around the NHL because uh, there was a lot I disliked. Like, man, I know people yeah. were roasting the Flames, and we had some funny posts go up on our social about how the Flames did nothing. I think there's something to be said about doing nothing on day one of free agency. Like the Leafs, the Leafs made three signings. The one that came on day one, Klingberg, was their worst. They made and then, four signings. Ryan Reeves, baby. Oh, yeah. So the two they made, <laughs> four signings. The two they made on free agent day, day one, were brutal. They overpaid Klingberg, and they overpaid Ryan Reeves and gave him too much term. The two they made the days after, Domi and Bertuzzi, are beautiful. Those are great deals. That's the kind of moves, kind of similar to Connor Brown, but they got maybe better players yeah. in the mix. Those are great signings. They need to get Samsonov locked up. I get it. Um but day one is where mistakes are made. And I'm looking at the Red Wings and I'm going, okay, what were your issues? And similar to Nashville, looking at the Wings and Preds, I'm going, okay, what were your issues last year? For the Wings, it was a little bit of defending and goaltending. But for both those teams, it was like, who's scoring your goals? And now I look, I go, okay, you added JT Comfer. He's not going to be a driver. He's not popping you home 30 next year. Come on. You paid $2 million for Clem Costin. Sure, you're maybe getting 13, 14 goals. Kristen Fisher, decent low money bet. They didn't get anyone who changed, like, really, really changes on a meaningful way the look of that forward group. They got no. deeper. Great. Cool. You got deeper. I still think you're going to struggle to score. I look at Nashville. I go, all right, you had this big culture thing. You puffed your chest out and said, we're going to change the way our room sounds. Okay. You moved out to Shane Johansson. You replaced him with Gustav Nyquist, Ryan O'Reilly, great guys in the room. Who's scoring for you? No one. No you one. have no one who can score you goals. So unless one of those two teams is going to go get Alex Debrink at, their off seasons are failures. Yeah, Nashville. I didn't like it. I get it, but I just don't like it. I don't see what you're kind of doing. Luke Shen as well is a big ticket for that guy for three years. Like it's a tough one. Uh, Vancouver Good was for someone. Him, though. 
I mean, yeah, good for him to do it, but money. Nashville shouldn't be going out there thinking like, damn, let's give this guy a contract because he's a really good dude. That's what the Leafs did with Reeves. And someone yeah. in here says, uh, Pringle says, the Leafs signed Reeves to fix their culture. What was Jason Spezza was signed to fix their culture. Mark Giordano was signed to fix their culture. Wayne Simmons was signed to fix their culture. Ryan O'Reilly was brought in at the deadline to fix their culture. What? Come on, at some point, people, culture's not the reason you lose. It's on the ice. Sure, is it a little between the ears? I guess. But culture is not the reason the Leafs lost to the Florida Panthers, man. I don't, yeah, I don't really get that culture thing in Toronto. I, either. I feel like they probably have a pretty good culture there. They just come back every single year and everyone seems to be in very good spirits. The fans are absolute nut jobs as they, as they are here for the most part too. So uh, Vancouver was a team I wanted to talk about because they had a weird one. Teddy Bluger signed one year. Carson Soucy, three years. Ian Cole, one year. They wanted to get out of Oliver Ekman Larson so bad they took on seven or eight years of dead cap mm-hmm. space. And then they went and signed three guys who won't make a huge impact. I love Susie. Susie's a third pairing defenseman on a Stanley Cup team. So, so I listened to Canucks conversation because we spoke about this on. Hey, you thank a, you. You're welcome. <laughs> and we were kind of like, what are they doing? But they were like weirdly excited for this because of the fact, one, they didn't just blow it all on multi-year deals. Yep. And two, the actually seems to be like somewhat of direction. I just thought it was like an interesting approach from them. And just a fan base <laughs> just feels so damaged. that yeah. like, all right, we only got these guys for one year. Like, at least we won't be as bad as last year. And like, Ian Cole's not bad. He's just old. Teddy Beluga, I wouldn't have paid him 1.9. Susie, I actually don't mind. He's probably their best defensive defenseman, though. Yeah, and... Someone says Susie would have been a good ad for the Oilers, would have been an upgrade on Vinny. They can't afford like Vinny's a big part of Vinny's value. One, second year in the NHL. I think we can accept maybe a bit of a step forward, more comfortable. And two, he's dirt cheap. He's like league minimum or below it right now because if it went up. So again, yeah, you you can't afford to just upgrade everywhere. And heading to the deadline, that's where the Oilers will do will do their damage just because it'll be easier to navigate the cap. Um, any winners? Uh, who are my winners? I like I I, I kind of like what the Leafs did. I think they did the best given their the hand they were dealt. Um, Boston did the best given the hand that they were dealt, but I still wouldn't call them winners because again, if you lose Bergeron and Krejci, you're you're in trouble next year. Um, who did the Hurricanes lose? I don't like the Pacioretty. Yeah, Pacioretty left, but he was, he was there for four Orlov? games. Basically, huh? they gained Orlov. They gained Bunting. They got better. Yeah, um, I like that. That was the. I mean, they definitely had a good day. They had a good day. They yeah. had, they have like, but I wanted a sexier splash. I wanted them to go get the brink out. The brink. I mean, because their issue is scoring. Their issue is scoring. Bunting doesn't really help you score. Orlov does to an Orlov extent, does. but it's from the blue line. So, meh. Uh, the Islanders are losers. The Rangers didn't do much. Flyers suck. Penguins don't get it. Capitals don't get it. Jets quiet. Blues quiet. Very quiet. I thought the Blues wanted to do big things and get back in the playoff picture. They clearly aren't. Preds brutal. Wild, quiet, stars, not a ton there. Although I, I do like did, I like though. that Duchesne deal. I also like the Sam Steele deal. Yeah, you got a couple good deal. A under, couple good centers. Under a million? Yeah. It's flew off the tongue. I think I like what Colorado did as well, right? Yeah, that's uh, what I was going to say. Johansson at four mil isn't terrible. Oh, no, I, I don't love that Miles Wood deal. That's a ton of term to give to the guy. But 2.5 million, the, if he's useful, that's a good deal. I think the cap is fine. Yeah. I just don't know why you're signing a bottom six forward. Just six oh, I love their Ross Colton trade, too. That was oh, a yeah, really good was deal. Good Once idea. they get him signed. Jonathan yeah. Drew 
Yeah. Maybe. I don't Maybe. Know. Yeah. We'll see. Some people had him on like down as a for first line. First line winger for that team. Like, he scored like on. three goals last year and, and he can't stay healthy. Yeah. You got to let him ease into it a little bit. Don't put the pressure on that guy. Chicago and Arizona, largely irrelevant. They had money to spend, so they spent it. Vegas got Barbashev back. I think that's a really big thing for them. Vancouver don't like. Seattle did nothing. Yeah. Really. Oh, wait. Didn't the Canes land Tarasenko? Yamamoto. No, they haven't got Tarasenko. I heard rumblings about that the other day. Yeah, they I think happen. they're in the picture, but I don't think okay. they've got them. Uh, I think Tarasenko could end up in Seattle. I think that'd be a good fit. But like Seattle did nothing, man. They got worse. They lost a couple pieces on their blue line. Didn't add a single forward. I, I think Yamo. Yamo. Okay. <laughs> he's one forward. Yeah, he's a forward. <laughs> and I love the guy. But like, I, he's not scoring 20 in Seattle. No. No. San Jose, who cares? L.A., Talked about him enough. Didn't do a ton in free agency. Got Talbot, whatever. Uh, Calgary has done like nothing. Like, has Calgary signed a NHL player yet? Have they? Oh, um, no, they haven't. Oh, no, that was a farewell post. Jordan Osterley? Was he there last year? Maybe they signed Jordan. They may have signed Jordan Osterley. He may have already been there. I don't know. Oh, they got, they traded to Foley. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they haven't like, and they brought in Sharon Govich, but like they haven't signed anyone since free agency. What do you think of the Devils? Yeah, the Devils are good. They got a really good top six. I saw that post I think yeah. TSN had the other day of like yeah. who had the better, who is the better top six, Toronto or New Jersey? Uh, Edmonton. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Trick question. <laughs> but man, like New Jersey being able to roll over the run over the duos of Meyer and Hughes and then Bratton Heischer with Palat and Toffoli rounding that out. Do they feel real to you though? Dawson Mercer's in the mix. Yeah, Eric Hall is still there. They're know. really good. They're dude. very real. No, I'm not. I think they're very it's real good to me. Damn it. <laughs> but <laughs> I just, I don't know. They just feel so illegitimate. It's really? kind of like Carolina every year. Like, boy, oh boy, they could go into the playoffs and win 82 games. And I still believe it when I see it. I, yeah, I still wouldn't think they would win the cup. I just don't see the devils as like a cup team yet. They'll like give them two years. They will, but you got to go through these strides. right? Like you look yeah. at two, th- they, they kind of remind me slightly, not in the same amount of players, but like the others in 2017 going into the next year, we're like, they're going to win the West. And then they missed the playoffs for like two years, whatever it was. It kind of just feels like that a little bit where they're going to be good, but I would not be shocked if this team just got knocked out in the first round. Luckily, the division's crap. Yeah. So that, that'll work for them in their favor. Uh, Sean is in and says, damn, Tyler, how do you really feel about Yamo? I like Tyler Yamamoto like a lot. Like I've interactions. I've had interactions. Dude, with him. He's a really nice dude. Is he? But it, my point, my point was not to shit on Yamo. My point was to shit on the Kraken saying they haven't done much anything. If that's what you're holding up as like your big off season ad, then you didn't have a good off season. He's a good piece, but he's not Vlad Tarasenko. They should have went and got Tarasenko. They should have done something. Should have done something. Maybe they'll go get uh, Eric Carlson. Okay, I'm going to ask you something, Tyler. I'm okay. going to put you on the spot right now. Can you give me the top three teams in each division? Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay, Pacific's easy. Yeah. Edmonton, Vegas, LA. That won't change. And like hard tier drop off after that. Hard. Seattle is basically Seattle's in their own tier. Then Vancouver and Calgary in a tier. And then it's the other shit. Yeah. Um, all right, Central Division. I think this actually probably should be pretty easy too. Colorado, Dallas, Mini, Tier One. There's your top three. Yeah, I think those are the three. Nashville, and then St. Louis, Winnipeg, Nashville are in the next tier. Yeah, Winnipeg's just kind of depending on like who they have on their roster next year. And then the bottom tier is still Chicago and Arizona. Arizona could be a little bit better. 
but yep. they're still in that bottom if, tier. If they totally want prove to otherwise. win games, yep. they, yeah. Uh, Metropolitan Division. Canes are good. Devils are good. There's your top tier. Rangers are good. Those three, tier break. Islanders. Penguins, Caps. Yep. Blue Jackets all in that next year. It's actually a two-tier division. There's the contenders, and then there's the bubble teams. Because every other team in that division is on the bubble. No one's going to be that bad next year. Fantilli's going to play in class, Flyers? potentially. Oh, fly, oh, fly Flyers. Yeah, well. yeah, sorry. I Did you hear about Cutagoche? <laughs> Declined camp. Declined camp. Yeah, but Breer said it, he's played so much hockey, they had no problem with it. I don't know. It seems weird. There's a lot of other things to do at these camps that isn't just <laughs> like fishy. playing. Like, look at, uh, what's that guy's name? Logan Cooley from Arizona. He just like refused to sign. He he might now though, right? Oh, he might now. I think no. I think so. Yeah. yeah we'll see. All right. Uh, that was the Metro Atlantic Division. Uh, Florida really good. Tampa, Toronto really good. Boston still belongs in that tier. So there's your top group. If I had to exclude one, I might exclude Boston just because we don't know about Bergeron, Krejci, and they might have to trade Swayman because they can't sign him. What will you do? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, the next tier, I have Buffalo, Ottawa in it. And then there's almost like a next tier Detroit and then a next tier Montreal. Okay, I'm gonna, I, I don't should. have Detroit in that group anymore. Did a bad Do you think season. Buffalo? Buffalo gets in next year. Buffalo definitely gets in next year. <laughs> oh, I can't wait until the odds come out. Shout out to Betway, 19 plus. I'm going to check if they have it right now. I am going to bet on the Buffalo Sabres to make the playoffs next year. Okay, I'm That's probably going to be the sexy play from a lot of people. but I got one more and I'm going to say this and I might be hesitant after I say it. <laughs> but are Florida that good? And I know I think they just fair. went to the cup final. I think it's fair. But man, that team was literally probably a loss away from blowing it up in some kind of way. Dude, they're 58 seconds away from getting bounced yeah. by the Bruins in round one. Like, like, don't get me wrong. What they did this season was great. The others in 2007 didn't make the playoffs the year after. So then is the, tier, is the tier break Tampa, Toronto break, Florida, Boston break? Yes. Yes. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, think it might be. I don't I think, think Florida are on the same level as. Mm-hmm. Tampa and Toronto, which is, I don't know, a crazy and thing to say. Maybe but. this is crazy, but I feel like Buffalo could enter that Florida round. They could yeah, they too. Could. It's just the with both teams, it's goaltending. Mm-hmm. How is Devin Levi going to be in a full season? Is Bobrovsky going to be playoff Bobrovsky for 82 games? What Spencer Probably Knight? not. Spencer Knight, you know, like it's all this stuff. Like the defense for Florida is good, but is Brandon Montour going to have another like, almost 80 point season? Ekblad gets injured almost every year, unfortunately. Oliver mm-hmm. Ekman Lawson's kind of shit. Like, it's just, <laughs> I don't know. There's just so many question marks yeah. for the team. I think they'll make the playoffs. I'm not saying that stuff, but I just don't know. I don't know if I have them in that upper echelon of the league just because they made the cup. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. I was just scrolling through some other uh, some other odds here on Betway. Oilers to win their division next year. They're the favorites, but plus 200. Don't hate it. Don't mind wait, wait until Betway gets uh, those odds up on... Uh, what was I just talking about? The Sabres make the playoffs. That's what I like. 19 plus play responsibly. All right. We're live on the Oilers Nation YouTube for about another five minutes here to wrap up the show. As we move along, got to give some love to AMA Travel, amatravel.ca. They were a big part of both of our summer vacations. Make them a part of yours. amatravel.ca slash dreams if you need some extra help planning as well. Uh, Christopher Palmer makes a great point. If the Pens beat the Hawks, Florida doesn't make the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. And it's looking ugly there, right? So it's it's interesting how things change. Yep. It is. Uh, it's going to be an interesting one for them, Tyler. I'm, probably the team I'm most curious about. What are your way too early Stanley Cup predictions? People are asking for next year. 
People are asking yeah. that. Oh my lord! Oilers. Things can change. Mulek brought up a good point. Like if Carlson goes to Seattle, you view them differently. Like a lot of stuff. Um, I don't know if I. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair too. <laughs> on uh, I well, okay. Edmonton makes it out of the West. Their toughest competition next season will be. Oof, it might be the Dallas Stars. Toughest. Ottinger, add Duchesne to the middle six there. Yeah, that's probably. I think Colorado's back. I think Haskinen's a sneaky uh, Norris Trophy pick next year. Seven to one, not that sneaky, but like good value. Mm -hmm. And then in the East, hmm, I'll see. Jersey. I want to say Jersey. I'm not on the Jersey train yet. I'll go uh, Rangers. I was on the Rangers train last year. I'll go Rangers. Oilers final. Oilers in four. Mm Hmm. I was in about six, probably. Someone asked, where does Dumba go? Heard rumblings about Arizona with Dumba, actually. Well, Maybe one of these weeks we should get vacation Sarah Volley on the show. Do a little star mechanical pop in show. Star mechanical, star mechanical. That's yay. Frank, uh, we did the rundown the other day. He's like at his beach house. He's living good. But maybe we get Frank from the beach house on the show. Why not? Maybe, maybe we go to the beach house. Who says hey, no? Hey. <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard much of Frank in the news lately. <laughs> Who? <laughs> <laughs> his response to Kurt Overdrive or whatever his name was, oh, was hilarious. Cause I mean, as someone who has watched Frank do his thing, like in person, followed him around as he walked around mm-hmm. like the draft floor in the draft concourse, the people he talks to the people who shout out like, Hey, Frankie, come here. Frank's not making shit up. Yeah. That's I got a text last night being like, Oh, Sarah Valley's in hot water. I was like, no chance. Think of it Frank like this. Frank is not saying stuff for fun. Yeah. What? He, he's very detailed and all. Yeah, think, think of it like this. What does Frank have to gain from making that up? Yes. Versus what does Kurt over whatever have to gain from making up his side? Client relations, team relations, whatever. Yeah. Frank didn't know anything. Frank would just keep, keep his mouth shut, for lack of a better phrase. Yeah. Frank yeah. clearly knew something. There is something in the water there. I mean, hasn't John Gibson been on the trade wire for a while. He asked anyway, for a like, trade. Every like multiple insiders reported it. Yeah. So also I want to talk about this. For the people say, and I saw someone on Twitter yesterday was like, John Gibson's available. Ken Holland oh, must no. act. Oh, I saw good that. Lord. He's not that good. If you hate Jack Campbell at five mil, you are going to hate John Gibson at six point whatever. It was I remember when I used to do suitcase and the scribe Mike McKenna and McKenna Scott, does not like Scott it. Burnside. McKenna doesn't like two goals in the NHL. Jack Campbell is yeah. one of them, but one person he hates more than Jack Campbell as a player is John Gibson. Yeah. He's not a fan. So I, I believe I believe Mike McKenna on that one. Alex Neal said Frank is not Eklund. No, he's certainly not. <laughs> ah, yep. <laughs> Man, I love Frank. Yeah. <laughs> I just it's so funny that this is this has history. <laughs> like that he had the receipts lined up. I like the, yeah, he had the receipts. He was yeah. ready to go. He had the screenshots uh, all locked and loaded. You come at the king, you best not miss. <laughs> and like this dude's missed before too, which is kind of funny. Anyways, Waz, don't clip any of this. Shout out to AMA Travel Star Mechanical. <laughs> um, ton of fun having them as a part of the show. They'll still be kicking around throughout the summer with us. Sherwood Ford the Giant. We're going to be there next week. Yeah, they're still going to be kicking around with us. Sports Closet in the Sports Closet studio. Next year, I want to do a show live from the Sports Closet. We'll make that happen. 
With like all the jerseys behind us, I think that'd be a cool look. I think I just kicked the camera. Okay, but we got to do it at Kingsway as a neutral zone for yeah. us both. No, you can come say. out to Sherwood Park or St. Albert. Yeah, Sherwood Park. No, 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 no. Yeah, you come to Sherwood Park. Yeah. You come out to St. Albert, come back to my place, have a nice barbecue after. Ooh, Wouldn't we, that be nice? Mm, Maybe that's right. how we kick off next season. Twist my rubber arm. A little cookout. Yeah, you know, a little cookout. <laughs> a little cookout for the boys. Jones barbecue. Mm-hmm. Alex Neal, Frank was pretty confident Brown wouldn't be an oiler. I don't think he was. He just kept saying that. He said he told us to other, pump our brakes because the deals. He, he knew what other teams were offering him. Yeah. And let's be honest, <laughs> it might not have been the smartest. I love that Connor Brown did it. It might not have been the smartest move for Connor Brown to turn down $12 million no, in guaranteed money. Probably not, considering what happened to him last season, unfortunately. Yeah. But let's not forget, Frank announced the Seattle Kraken expansion draft before Seattle knew they, who they were even taking. Yeah. So take that, everyone. Uh, Christopher Palmer, our boy, wants to know what's happening with Jay's home run derby, as in Jay Downton's home run derby. Um, last I heard is it's on Aaron to confirm the date. Yeah, I'm literally just typing. I'm locking that in later this week. Should have an answer by tomorrow. Beautiful. Also, if you haven't heard yet, okay, there's a couple things. We have a lot of housekeeping to get to today, and we're running late because I got to go to the Brick Tournament at West Ed mm-hmm. to go shoot content there with the future superstars. Um, Oilers Nation Open. It's happening. If you head to nationgear.ca, oh, nationgear.ca, it's the first thing that pops up. It's the annual Oilers Nation Open, September 1st, Millwoods Golf Club in support of Gregor's Grad. So you come, you golf, you bring some friends, you have the meal after is fantastic. Gregor gives a speech, he cries. I'll be there. I might be emceeing it. I don't know who's going to emcee it if I'm not. Won't be me. Maybe, Maybe it's Aaron. It's, someone's going to be emceeing it. Anyways, thousand bucks gets you a spot of four. You and three friends in the Oilers Nation Open. So 250 bucks, round of golf. The swag bags are legit. We're going to have a ton of our partners with booths set up. Uh, Star Mechanical. Maybe we'll get them there. And like you can bring your hot water tanks and they'll fix them. <laughs> it's on the spot. You just got to lug it out there. You just got to yeah. get it there and we'll, they'll fix it. We'll put them on like hole seven. <laughs> yeah. So you just- Play a few yeah. holes first and carry around the rest bring, of the way. I, oh, my faucet's broken in my kitchen? <laughs> well, bring it to I'll the, just bring it. Bring it to hey the guys, open. You fix this up. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Oilers Nation Open. It's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, make sure you sign up. And we did it last year, so it's back by popular demand. Mosaic teams for the listeners. Yes. So if you want to play, but you're like, I don't have three friends, 1000 bucks is a lot to sign up as a solo. So Same. you can just sign up for 250 bucks. As a solo spot. And then what we do is we end up with a big group. I think last year we had 16 listeners. And oh, nice. we just threw you all on teams. And you got to golf with a bunch of people who have clearly similar interests to you. <laughs> yes. uh, and Maybe it's like you and a friend. Or maybe maybe you and two friends. But we'd prefer if it was just twos and ones. So you and a friend are just you. If you want to sign up for the Oilers Nation Open but you can't get a group of four. Uh, you can shoot me a DM actually. And I, and I can point you in the right direction eventually. Um, so mosaic teams are back next year. So we really hope to see everyone out at the Oilers nation open a good chance to hang out with all of us on uh, September 1st. What did Frank just tweet? Someone said Frank just tweeted the date. Okay. I got a new phone yesterday. Yeah. It's yeah. very, it's bad nice. idea. Nice. Ooh. Right. New iPhone. Very sharp. Switched providers. So I'm Ooh. saving a ton of money every month. Great stuff. But now my iMessage won't work. It's the year 2023. Everything else transferred over. My contacts are over. All my apps in the same spot they were before. But when I go to iMessage and I do my send and re- Holy shit, it's working. Oh my God, this is what? huge. This is groundbreaking. Aaron, text me. We're testing this. 
My girlfriend's probably watching. She's probably very excited. Well, this is big for us all. Aaron, text me on my number. Probably it's it still a says text day. message. What the? Fuck? It's green. No, send it. Maybe it'll. But now it says it. now it's checked off. Okay, so you sent it as now a text. You text me. I'm gonna respond to you. Here we go. Well, Did it come through on my email yep, or my yep, text? Nope, you're back. Boom, we're you're back. back baby. If you've been trying to get a hold of me over the last 24 hours, which I don't know how many of you have. So been. Tyler's number is yeah, 780. We're going to do that thing like they did on the Eric Andre show where they put Seth Rogen's number at the oh, bottom no. of the screen. Oh, Just flash no. up my number here. You guys can text me all summer. I'm around. Let me know if you want to hang out. Ah, oh, that is awesome. That is that a is big, awesome. that is a big weight off my shoulders. I'm back. That my is phone big. is working. Shout out to the guy this morning who helped me at 7 a.m. at TELUS. Oh, beauty. Beauty of a human. You switched to TELUS? Yeah, I switched to TELUS. Good boy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Gave me a great deal. And my girl, the company my girlfriend works for gets a discount. So it made sense. Oh, there you go. I got to get him out of my provider. You do? Hey, and I'm going to like, boys. Well, we should talk after. Yeah. I'll All set right. you up with the guy I talked to at the store. He was a well, beauty. Phone better bloody work if I switch. Tell us forever. Well, it works now. <laughs> I, face- I should, think I want that. You know, I should try FaceTiming Frank. Live on the show. Uh-huh. Brought to you by Starman. Just to see if my FaceTime works on the new phone. Good idea. Good. Send him the link. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Davin was making a joke about how Frank will break the date of the home run derby before we even know. <laughs> that would be funny. I um I guess quickly before we dip out, Tyler, mm-hmm. I was at development camp this morning. You're gonna be producing content from Dev Camp. I will be doing stuff from yes, yes. Very good. Oilers Dev Camp. We got access. And once you give us a little bit of access, look out. (laughs) Give them an inch, take them out. (laughs) So I was there this morning. One player that looked very good. I'll give you two. Matvey Petrov. God, that guy is skilled. Second one, Shane Lachance. Who is that? He was a sixth round pick from a few years ago. He's going to Boston College, I believe, or Boston University, one of the two. It's like six foot six, can skate, can rip the puck. There you go. Two six round picks, shining. Look forward to that at realization.com. Also, okay, so I've been pitched this idea for content. Our friends at Oodle Noodle, they have like a new hot box coming out. Yeah. And I've been told that we're going to be doing like an interview series where we sit down and eat the hot box and talk about stuff. My like idea for the ones. title is hot box with hot, hot takes with the hot box. Okay. Um, I don't handle spicy foods well. Me neither. And I think they're expecting me to do this. And I'm mildly concerned, no pun intended. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, we we the point is this show is going down to once a week, but we have a lot of summer content. Yeah, what we'll, we'll I love still be here. Food. You'll see my world tour. We should get Aaron to do. What am I doing? Yeah, I am not a spicy food guy either. That would be funny. Maybe I'll write the question. Call me Sean Evans. <laughs> Create hot ones. No, we're not. <laughs> Legal reasons. <laughs> we, the show has nothing to do with that. I was just kidding. I was just kidding. Yeah, it's just a joke. Cut this part out. Cut it out of the podcast. Uh, um. Anyways, should we wrap up? We'll be back every Tuesday. It's going to be weird not doing the show every day. Yes. What are we going to do tomorrow at noon? Do you have plans? Um, I got yeah, plan. I'll be working. River Ox, 1 p.m. Come check it out. Oh, really? Maybe I'll come get day drunk. At 1? And Thursday. No. They're exhibition games. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, regular times. Isn't it only in the middle of the season? Yeah. Exhibition games? Against Baseball Alberta. Did Joey Chestnut win again? Yes. I was trying to watch this during this whole show, but I can't find a stream. Should just be on like TSN or whatever. I saw, I saw it was inclement weather and I was kind of like, ow, hot dog eating. How can it be inclement weather? Yeah, Joey Chestnut wins again, 16 times hot dog eating champ, put back 62. The look on his face is one of concern. 
as in I'm concerned for him, that doesn't look like a happy or healthy individual. Well, it's just how he usually looks. Uh, but, like, but like his eyes look <laughs> to be fair, he trains void all of emotion. Yeah, to eat 62 hot dogs. I'm not surprised he doesn't look very good. Dude, I read some other thing of all the other food challenge records he owns. It's he crazy. Just eat hot dogs. Isn't play around. Wow. Just a man of food, eh? Yeah. Loves the game. Yeah. Oh, so on our Tuesday shows, I keep forgetting there's so much housekeeping to take care of because we won't talk to everyone for a week. So I want to make sure they get all our messages. We're going to do something called our big list yes. where Liam and I rank something based off as a topic of Aaron's suggestion. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Aaron has to pick it, right? So Aaron has to pick it. Free reign. He'll tell it to us and then we'll do it on the show. So it won't be all... Oh, wow. Tyler Mealik said, look up Joey Chestnut's 32 Big Mac challenge. Maybe like <laughs> things you could oh, enter an gross. eating contest for could be one of them. And then like we, re- me and you go back and forth. We can have the same answers, but we just rank our list one through five. Yeah. Big list. Yeah. I so like idea. we'll do that. We'll do a short for giant off season question. We will find one Oilers related topic every week. So it's still Oilers Nation every day. We'll probably talk a lot of Blue Jays. We'll just talk. Yeah. We'll test out a few things like. I think there is an idea somewhere out there of this being a longer show next week, like a longer form show. Cause like there were shows this year. We did like 30 minutes. Could we commit to 90 a day? Would people want 90 minutes a day of this? I don't know. I'm good with it. I'm paid to be, but if we're going to do 90 minutes, like it can't be, can't be 90 minutes every day of like, it can't be 90 minutes of Oilers talk. It probably has to be like 65 minutes of Oilers talk. And then like something else on there. So that way other sports report. We should, uh, yeah. Like, would we, would yeah. people watch this show if they knew 15 to 20 minutes of it every day was going to be about another sport? Like, we could talk NFL, we could talk baseball. Well, I think Barnburner does that. Barnburner does that. Bit, right? yeah. They do a good job of bringing in Calgary, Calgarians mm-hmm. who are like the, what's the baseball player called that they got? Mike Soroka. Mike Soroka. Soroka. Yeah, yeah. I think Bo Levi Mitchell's been on there. Yeah. So we'll get Ricky ben Ray. Hebert, a curler. We'll get Ricky. Yeah. Benny well, Heaps. We'll, we'll get maybe some, we'll get Ricky Ray. I think people will be good. People are saying 60 is perfect. So maybe we don't mess with 60. Or do we do like a part one and a part two? We do like an hour one of the show, hour two of the show. You can watch hour one live. And then for people who got like lunch breaks and stuff, hour two can be your podcast for later. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, we got it's not bad. We got a full Ooh. summer to figure out. You know what? Out. A lot of people are saying 60 is good. They do not want more of us. <laughs> well, maybe we'll do 90. We'll see. That's fair. We'll one, see. 120. Maybe our network will grow next year. Who knows? I feel like it grew a lot this year. It net, did grow a lot. Net worth or network? I would like both <laughs> to grow personally. Um, you and me both. Chell says, talk about slap fights. Talk about slam ball returning to ESPN. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's ESPN. cool. The Ocho. Oh, the Ocho. <laughs> Maybe that we could somehow do a big list of like obscure sports you'd want to have as pro yeah. sports. That's a decent one. Did you one. guys ever watch slam ball back on like Spike TV? I've seen the highlights. I've never, I don't like remember it. I was a kid. I used to worship that. I believe that. Uh, Dangerous <laughs> Wade says Sue Johansson segment where people can ask us about sex. Yes. So ask <laughs> us right now. <laughs> Drop Mm-mm. your hottest sex. Oh my God. Uh, Brad says he's down for 120 minutes of this. I think he's the only one. So anyways, Brad, maybe I'll just start calling you on my drive home. <laughs> That's, Liam and I'll just call you as we drive home 30 minutes each there's your extra yeah. 60 and then we don't need anything else uh, alright that's going to be a wrap on today's edition of the show I'm going to West Edmonton Mall right now actually so I got to I gotta get Boogie and Liam right. Nation Truck's going to be cruising down how do I get there I don't know 
I'll figure uh, it out. I'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'll you gotta go past White Ave, Fox Drive, Road, River Valley Road, yeah, River Valley Road. Road. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Three hundred and sixty minutes at QF Pro. Now we're pushing it. <laughs> that's what three, four, five, six hours. Mm-mm, can't do that. Uh, all right, that's gonna be a wrap. Uh, thanks to everyone who tuned in this year. Two hundred nineteen episodes of the show, and uh, like you said, Liam, if we're treating this as like the end of season one of the show, mm. you think back to episode one, two, three, four, five, the first like thirty when it was like. It was like 40 people watching this thing. Yeah. And it was like, we, we were grave. We, we, all we wanted was to get to triple digits for live viewers. Yeah. And then we did it one show and never, and we never took a step back. And that's because of all you guys watching. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to miss anyone. I was going to rattle off everyone who's been around since day one. Um, but you guys kind of know who you are and I'd hate to miss a name because you were all active in the chat every day when we asked you to pump up the like goals so we could start tricking the YouTube algorithm into treating us better. <laughs> you did that which was awesome. Uh, this show was like, again, we're going to be back next year because people watched it. So if you guys didn't watch it, we wouldn't have a show next year and we wouldn't have jobs next year. So for that, we're eternally grateful for everything you guys did. <laughs> for the people who tweet us on the days we didn't do a show, for the people who download the show as a podcast and maybe can't watch it live, for the people who watched the clips and yelled at us on TikTok and called me an idiot. Um, in a weird way, even the people who made fun of us for drinking Bud Light, for whatever reason, you felt like you needed to do that. Uh, you guys were awesome. The everydays were sick. To everyone behind the scenes who made it happen, including you, even though you're now in front of the scenes. Now um, our boy Aaron online was a big part, part of this thing off the jump. Laws was always crushing out social clips. Our boy Gavin was always cruising around, helping out with literally whatever we needed him to help out with. JBM, everyone who helped out with uh, the production of this show, all the guests we had on this year. Again, we're back next Tuesday. This isn't like a full-on goodbye, but it feels like the end of the everyday portion mm-hmm. of it for this season. This was a lot of fun. Hell of a run. Uh, I thought I thought we were just gonna cut to black. Oh, we we always do this in the most awkward way possible. So enjoy your summer, everybody. Again, I couldn't say thank you enough for everyone who tuned in and made this show the success that it was. And I guess we'll talk to you next Tuesday. See you then. Okay, bye-bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.